Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yes, good morning, everyone. Jules and Jaleesa in the chair for Vossie and Brandy. The boys will be back on deck on Monday. Very much looking forward to that. Good morning to everyone tuning in in Sydney via 1170 AM, 8.01 AM on the Central Coast, 1575 AM. Illawarra, 90.3 FM in Griffith, 13.23 in Canberra and across the globe via the SEN app. It's just horrific. Just going off sport for a moment. 7,000 plus have died in this this earthquake in Turkey and Syria and those numbers continue to rise. It's frightening scenes, but, you know, certainly puts all this other news well and truly into perspective. Just recapping some of the news of the day in the NRL. Latrell Mitchell, Jack White, yesterday spoke to the media for the first time following the rest outside of Canberra nightclub. I think we're a bit fatigued in this story now, just looking forward to the football getting back on the park. And we've got all the trial teams named for the pre-season challenge this weekend. Uh, who are you looking forward to seeing play? Some old-timers, some new members of the club, maybe some young up-and-comers. As a Dragons fan, certainly the Fino brothers, I'm, I'm very keen to see how they go and hopefully they get some minutes as well. Peter Volandis is investigating allegations that senior NRL executives attempted to record a private meeting of players as well as NRL boss Andrew Abdo. Now, the incident is alleged to have occurred when up to 50 players and RLPA staff met with Andrew Abdo last week at NRL HQ. And the reports are that Justin Olam spotted an executive allegedly trying to record the opening minutes of the meeting. So it seems to be eroding a bit of trust now between the two parties, just as we thought they were slowly coming together. This has been a talking point this morning. Mitch Moses has vowed that money will play second fiddle to his pursuit of a premiership as he prepares to make a call on his future before round one. Fitzy reckons it's locked and loaded, guaranteed, done deal, on the dotted line. Uh, get the house on it. Mitchell Moses will be at the Tigers in 2024, according to one of our texters. Some people feel differently. You think he's flip-flopping. So the question we, we put out there, J.A., sorry, was where's he more likely to win a premiership right now, Parramatta or the Tigers. And people might say, oh, obviously, the answer is Parramatta. But even if you're second, but still nowhere near winning the thing, where you're as far away as the Tigers are. Mm. Fitzy texting in saying, Jay, would you like to have a wager on Moses to the Tigers? Fitzy, I'm not saying he won't end up at the Tigers, but you were saying the deal is done and it is not. He's saying the deal's done. Fitz, he's going to be the Tigers from 2024. Andrew says, conspiracy theory, Brad Arthur, happy for Moses to leave opens the starting spot for his son. I don't know about oh, that, I don't Andrew. So. I don't know about that. He wants a premiership. Mm. Who? Brad Arthur. Well, who doesn't? No, but I'm saying... I'd like a premiership. You haven't had one since 2010. Yeah, but he's not going to sacrifice. He's When's the last time you had a premiership? But he's not going to sacrifice... In 94? Yeah, it's yeah. been a while, isn't it? Yeah. So he's, sacrificed, he's not going to sacrifice a premiership for the sake of his son getting starting spots. Jordan Malata uh, charmed the global media as part of the NFL's media day ahead of Monday's Super Bowl. More than 6,000 journalists, Jared was there, of course, from 24 countries, received accreditation for the media day. Of Philly's 53-man roster, just 10 players were allocated a private booth to conduct interviews, and Jordan was one of them. It's surreal, mate. It's surreal. I mean, you, you take a look around and show the cameras of all these people here. I mean... I think I'm at a Wrestle, WrestleMania event. I mean, if you, if you grow up in a Samoan household, you know you need your, your parents' blessings. So, uh, you know, for, for my parents to give me their blessing and for me to just allow me to do my thing here. You're pinching yourself thinking come Sunday night there could be a Super Bowl ring on that finger? I haven't thought that far ahead, mate. I'll probably be shedding more tears if we win this. 
I haven't th- as if he hasn't thought that far ahead. It's the WrestleMania comment for me. Oh, I love him. I think it's it's a Is wonderful WrestleMania story. WrestleMania the pinnacle of, like, of of wrestling? Of no, just like he's like this is like a WrestleMania. Well, event. it's an extravaganza. Well, I right? would think WrestleMania is probably going. Wow, this is like a Super Bowl. Mm. <laughs> like I think. Yeah, except Super, Super Bowl's, Bowl's real, and we yeah, actually exactly. don't we don't know what the outcome <laughs> That's is going to be. Thinking, though, like. uh, just quickly before we get back to the open line in cricket, and we'll hear Barat Sundaration's chat with Steve Smith shortly on the program. Cameron Green's late bid to be fit for the first test, all but over. Unfortunately, his fractured finger sustained in the Boxing Day test still causing problems. Of course, Josh Hazelwood has that Achilles. As well, Mitchell Stark won't be available until the second test. So um, a few selection headaches there for George Bailey and co. To the Motorola open line, one 1170 Jack, good morning to you. G'day, boys and girls. How are you? Well, fine fettle this morning, Jack. That's right. It's been over this um, Mitchell Moses story, and I'm a para man, and para man have so-called been weaker this year. Look, guys, at the end of the day, para aren't going to match the Tigers' offer. We all know that. Yeah. It's all about the RLPA situation. Um, if Moses wanted to go for the money, do a song for the Tigers, so, for the so-called ridiculous money, I might add, for Mitchell Moses. Now, I believe, and I'm very, very confident in this, that he, has, he, he, will, he will stay at the Eels, um, only because what you said earlier about winning a premiership, a power's window still open, contrary to what, contrary to what many um, so-called experts think. Um, I think we're stronger, actually, to tell you the truth. Um, this year, I mean, people were raving about Isaac Papalihi and Reid Marnie. I think we've walked quite well, considering um, what's been out there. And um, to everyone out there doubting Paramount's premiership had to 2023, they always said the same thing beginning of 2022. So my, my only concern is it's just this, dry, this drama of Mitchell Moses still lingering going into the, the season now. This is not as sorted out before now and then. I actually, as a Para fan, I'm okay. Uh, you know, if you asked me three months ago, had Mitchell Moses leaving Para, I would think, oh, I'll be dreading it. But as time's gone on, I know what's coming through the lower grades, probably unlike many other Joe Blow supporters. Um, Para do have a couple of very good, talented young halfbacks, as like many other good clubs do. Oh. But uh, so, you know, Mitchell, Mitchell goes, it's 1.1 million, so called. Um, up for grabs at Parramatta, um, um, but um, I'm I'm very confident uh, that he'll stay at Parramatta, and I'm expecting that announcement any day. So you think he's there? He'll stay. I think. I, I think. I mean, look, it's pretty old. Don't you think? I mean, just a little little snippets we hear through the media. The, the media is drumming it up. You hear all these crap stories that Moses has signed a done deal at the Tigers four years, whatever. Money too too good to refuse one point four million. Let's call it spade a spade, guys. If you were offered that kind of money, would you sign? At the Tigers, as Mitch yeah. Moses. If you were off- no. Yeah. Would you sign if you've been offered that kind of money? No. No. Right. But it really Maybe. depends what it really depends what your your motivation in life is, right? So obviously we've seen other players, uh, particularly at the Storm, take unders to stay with the Storm, and. I guess I'm not a super money-driven person, so I can't ever understand these players that go to a club where they're never going to win a premiership for maybe just, uh, say, a couple of hundred grand more that you lose half of it in tax, you lose 10% of it to your agent, you end up actually not that much better off and then you might not get your rep payments because you're not playing rep football. I actually think you're far better off staying 
at a club, but a, a club that's going to win a premiership or is more likely to. But I don't begrudge anyone also for taking the money. It just depends what motivates people in, in different circumstances too. You were at the training session yesterday, J.A. What were your thoughts, honestly? I mean, like, you've got to be some kind of feeling there. You've, you're, you would have heard, you would have I... seen some kind of demeanour. Like, surely... I mean, there's no way in the world Mitchell Moses is going to be announcing that he's signed a rich four-year deal with Tigers and playing for Parramatta. He's Parramatta's highest profile player there. Like, was okay last year with Remani mm. and Isaac Wabahi. That, that's, that's, Parramatta can't cop that. You know, they're, they're, they're very replaceable. Mitchell Moses playing this year, 2023? I doubt it. I, if I was to put my money on where he's going to go, I'd say he's going to stay at the Eels and they're doing everything, both sides at the moment, to get as far as they can close to that offer. Because otherwise, if it was just all about the money, you would have done it straight away because there's no way that Parra can get close to that money, particularly after they signed Dylan Brown. So it's just, it's not possible. Uh, but I think they're they're doing everything they can to get it up as far as they can before they announce it. Good on you, Jack. Thank you for your call. Appreciate your passion. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. The text line number. It's funny because I live in the Parramatta area, as you know, and I chat to a lot of Parra fans. And simple question: I said, look, if you're resigned to losing one of your halves, either Dylan Brown or Moses, uh, who would you keep and who would you lose? And I reckon it was ninety ten in favour of keeping Dylan Brown and losing Moses. And the key factor there is the age, right? And he's still got plenty of years in him. Mm. He's, what, 28 now, I think, mm-hmm. Mitch Moses. Mm-hmm. But at what point do you say, no, nope, I'm sorry, that's too much. That is too much money. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. thank you. So Chuck has walked in with the coffees because the last time I sent Where's him on a coffee Chino? run, he didn't give me my FBOS card back. Didn't he give offered me, my... me a baby Chino and he hasn't come Listen, good. Listen, we've got a f- milk frother here, so just do that in an espresso for her, will you? Uh, don't worry about the chocolate. Yeah. Charge no, pick. What? Charge Don't of 50 cents. All right, go to Coles, get some chocolate. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. I'll tell you what, if he's off the market, one half that's not on the market is Brody Croft. But his talk is uh, loosely connected to the Dragons. They didn't want to pay a $250,000 transfer fee, I think it was. Uh, he's just re-signed with the Salford Red Devils, Brody Croft, for eight more seasons. Eight more seasons. So clearly he's closed a window on any potential NRL return. He's going to be sticking around in the Super League for eight more years. Wish him the very best of luck, Brody Croft. Um, Greeny says, uh, Jaleesa would love a Zinger box instead of a coffee. I'd say, Kingy, yeah, you're probably right. Ah, uh, amen. They don't open till 10, though. Is that right? Yeah. That's how I fell asleep in front of the KFC. So does the, does the drive-thru open at 10 as well? So Everything opens at 10. Have you ever walked through a drive-thru? Oh, who hasn't? Me. Oh, really? You walk through a drive-thru? Oh, yeah, after you've had it, because I would never right. drink it. What's your go-to? Is Zinger your, your go-to? Popcorn chicken. Now, I, I always thought thought, I, my order's the same every time. I get two drumsticks. I get six to ten nuggets, depending on my emotional state. I get a chocolate mousse, a bottle of 7-Up, a large chips, and a large potato and gravy. And good to see you give that coleslaw a wide berth. <laughs> Who should know what he's touching that <laughs> I coleslaw? I don't know what is in Nobody's that. Nobody's doing yeah. that. What's your go-to KFC meal? Uh, a quick one before we get to Barat's chat with Steve Smith. Uh, Port Adelaide Dragon. Uh, morning, J-Man and Bunchen. Uh, whoever misses out in Moses dodges a massive bullet. Solid first-grade footballer, however, should not be in representative arena. Will not win you a comp. Return the investment of Moses. A return on investment of Moses does not add up here. Good on you, Port Adelaide Dragon. Keep those texts coming in. Now, as I mentioned, uh, the news this morning, Cameron Green, unlikely to be fit for the first test in Nagpur. His fractured figure, finger hasn't really recovered in time. Of course, he copped that in against South Africa in the Boxing Day test. Mitchell Stark not available. And Josh Hazelwood without Achilles. So there are a few troops down. Matt Renshaw, you'd think, would be the likely person to step into that number six role. Scott Boland appears to have the jump uh, for that second 
uh, pace bowlers role as well. Uh, but Barat Cinderacin is part of the commentary team. And yes, to correct me again, Jared won't be there for the second test because he's on Super Bowl duties. Uh, he will be part of the SEN coverage. It commences on Thursday. Coverage from 2.30pm Eastern Daylight Time right across the network. He caught up Australian superstar Steve Smith. Stephen Smith, thanks for speaking to us. Uh, two days out from uh, the first test uh, in the Australia. There's a lot of hype, always a lot of expectation. And just the training and how are you looking forward to it? Yeah, excited. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's rolled around uh, nice and quick now. It's uh, it's time to get out and play. Uh, we've had a good preparation the last week or so here in in India. The guys have, have done really well, um, and it's uh, it's game time now. So it's uh, it's exciting. Uh, and just look, there's a lot of talk about a spin and how we play against spin. You've had your own approach and you've worked around it over the years. Uh, you've made many trips to India before. You've had success here. So where is your batting against spin now? No, I feel like I'm in a good place. Um, no, I feel like I'm batting nicely. So uh, all the work in the last week, getting used to the conditions again, has, has been really good. Now it's just about implementing those plans nicely out in the middle. And yeah, fingers crossed it all pays off. And, and of course, there'll be all eyes on your battle with, with Ashwin and Jadeja, two guys you've played a lot against over the years. Uh, all three of you are at a stage in your career. You all can't see it all. So just about that, and look forward to it. Yeah, no, I always love coming up against uh, quality performers like those two. Um, you know, they're, they're world-class, particularly in these conditions. So uh, it's going to be a good battle. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And, and just in terms of like the batting around you, I mean, you've been part of different batting lineups over the years on India Tour. Um, where do you see this one, a bunch of them who haven't played any test cricket at all in India? No, I think... Um, the, I think they can take a lot of confidence um, out of the way we've played the last year or so uh, in Pakistan and Sri Lanka. Um, the methods that guys have been able to adopt um, have been really good. So uh, the practice has been good the last week. Guys have been working on their plans and how they want to go about it. So now it's just implementing it in the middle when you're under pressure. And that's if we do that well, uh, hopefully it goes a long way to winning. Is, is it a good thing that there's a nice mix of uh, batters who play spin differently, like up and down the order? I think so, yeah. Um, got a few guys that sweep really nicely, guys that use their feet, get deep in their crease, defend well. Um, it's a good mix, so yeah, hopefully it's a little bit unsettling for the bowlers. That's the that's the key, I suppose, and um, we're able to put pressure on them in different ways. And just in terms of the, the spin bowling, I mean, there's Nathan Lyon, and then three relatively inexperienced bowlers at, at this level in, in test cricket uh, just how do you see them backing up uh, well, I'm sure everyone will be fine um, uh, we've worked really hard the last week guys have been able to get used to the conditions and yeah uh, find find what works for them so um, no, it should be a, a good challenge between bat and ball and look it's India versus Australia uh, so there will always be Steve Smith and Virat Kohli and those things come up uh, how do you look at those comparisons, if you can call them that, uh, leading into a series, apart from just focusing on your own batting? Yeah, no, I don't look at them. Uh, <laughs> I just focus on what I can control, and that's uh, yeah, implementing my plans and hopefully having some success out in the middle to, to help us score a good total. And, and just finally, look, uh, for a lot of guys in this team, this is potentially the last test tour to India, uh, just based on where they are, the stages mm-hmm. are that hunger to, to win, like you want that feather in your cap, like a series win in India. How much of a driving factor do you think that is as a team for you guys to win? No, of course. Um, and uh, not just the guys that are potentially on their last tour. I think everyone here is here for a reason to, to try and have a successful tour. Um, winning here would be a yeah, huge feather in our cap, as you said. Um, 
it's a, it's a big one for us. So, uh, no, the guys are excited and ready to get into it. Beautiful. Thanks. Cool well, Steve. Thank you. Well, Adam Gilchrist, the last man to lead Australia to a Test Series win in India, believes Pat Cummins' men a better place than any Australian sites in so forward return with a border Gavaska trophy. Let's hope that our good mate Gilly is right. OJ on the text line says, uh, J&J, interesting tweet from Barat regarding them only watering sections of the pitch over there at Nagpur. No doubt all of Australia's left-handed bats. <laughs> well, all of them know what's coming here. It is dry as a dead dingoes. So much so that there's talk about Australia picking three spinners. So we'll wait and see. And, of course, the live coverage, and we thank Barat for his chat there with Steve Smith. Live coverage of the first test Nagpur, 2.30pm. It'll commence right across the SEN network and uh, the first ball at three o'clock. Just before we get to the break, I mean, Steve Smith, as we said, he's the key. He's played six tests in India, 12 innings. 300s, 150. High score of 178. 660 runs at an average of 60. The strike rate's a bit down. It's down about 46, but that's okay. He averages 60 in six tests in India, mm. Steve Smith. Mm. Big test for Marnus to prove that he is the number one player in the world, number one batter in the world. And as for Warner, well, he struggled in India previously. Kawaja has white ball hundreds in India. Never played a test match in India. But the thing about Kawaja, what I liked seeing in his, his white ball stuff, he's, he's got these paddle sweeps, these reverse sweeps. He's developed that release shot. And that's the key in India that you don't get tied down in your crease. The minute you get tied down, mm. guaranteed, with a natural variation of those pitches, you will get out. Mm. And this is Renshaw's problem that he had. And, and he showed some abilities, a better player now. He sort of plonked that front foot down the pitch, Matt Renshaw right in line with the ball. So that skitter, that straight one, bang, wraps him in the pads out LBW every time. But they'll be working their backsides off. They've just got an air of, I guess, assuredness and quiet confidence, Pat Cummins, men. I think this is going to go down to the wire. So relaxed too. And it's easy to be really relaxed. It'll be interesting to see um, when they inevitably lose a couple, not necessarily this series or the Ashes, but eventually they'll lose a couple of tests somewhere, how that method changes because they've it's very much like there's optional a lot of optional training sessions they're very relaxed they're all sort of let to do their own preparation and they they seem to all be enjoying their cricket this way but it's very easy to do that when you're winning and the thing about it is the talk about india and how hard it is to win there and it is australia have actually won a test series in india more recently than they've won a test series in england so there's yes. a fun fact for you. Uh, just back to Parramatta Moses. Uh, that's got chins wagging this morning for our earlier caller. Spoke like a true Parramatta fan in denial. Mitch is gone. Sam's confident. Fitzy says locked and loaded. He'll be at the Tigers in 2024. <laughs> we'll wait and see. And just before the break from one two zero. It's funny that everyone believes the dogs are out of the hunt for Moses. Vintage play by Gus the Master. I don't know if they can afford Mitch I Moses. I don't know if they He really has knocked it on the head. Yeah, he was asked about it on Twitter. Gus a number of times. What about Mitchell? Great player, but not now radar. No. It it does wonder. Uh, it doesn't take him off the table. No, it, and it does make me wonder. Like, um, is he? Yeah, like it, Gus is. You know, the mastermind. Is he answering that? To Ducks throw and drakes and said, deflections but, and yeah. red herrings. He's but a brilliant. I don't see how they could possibly compete with that kind of money. Motorola open line one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. The text oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Sports bit. Amy Goodman. Odds after the break. Summer breakfast. Vossi and Brandy here. Hope you enjoyed this podcast. Don't forget, you can listen live to the show every weekday morning from 6 till 9. Tune in through 11.70am in Sydney or anywhere in the world through the SEN app.